John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of God's world. He's the father of Ragwest Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message.
name of Jesus. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited to be alive this first Sunday of the month of May? How many of you know that in 2079, you will still be alive to celebrate the first Sunday of May? Oh, you will not say amen. Amen. 2079, when I'm leading the first service that you'll be there. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now, before you are seated on top of your enemies, how many of you are always excited to sit on top of your enemies? Now, I don't know why, but some people think that smiling and laughing is expensive. I have a goodness for you. It's free of charge, so smile. You are not going to pay for it. Tell your neighbor, uh-uh. It is free. It, you are not paying for it. Ah! Say, ah! January, you are not smiling. You smile small. February, you smile small. March, you smile small. April, you smile small. May, too. Hey! Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It is a good thing to be alive. It is always a good thing. Don't take it for granted. Hallelujah. Amen. So before you are seated on top of your enemy, if you are born in the month of May, you remain standing because we want to pray with you. If you are not born in the month of May, you will be seated while the victorious ones in this month remain standing because we want to pray for them. Hallelujah. If you are born in the month of May, just remain standing. Wow. 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 It only pained me that they don't know the birth month of Jesus. But I can show, I can show because December is not the real one. If Jesus himself was to choose a month, he would have chosen May. Hey. Because great people are born in the month of May. Hey. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for all those who are born in the month of May. Jesus. It is a privilege and an honor to see yet another better season of their life. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we return all the glory back to you. Thank you Lord. Now, Father, we pray for this once. This will not be their hand. This month, your joy will not come to sorrow. Amen. This month, you will not have a better yesterday. Amen. The Bible says, if earthly man knows how to give good gifts, yes. how much more shall your heavenly father give good gifts to them that ask? Yes. I join my faith with this one, oh God. This month, give them good gifts. Amen. Your good health will not come to seek health. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. And everybody shout with them. Amen. Come on, put your hand together for them. God bless you. You may now be seated like a mirror. Glory be to God.
I want to appreciate my interpretation team, our interpretation department. And um, they are doing a fantastic work. I hear that when I preach, they run after me. But I have good news for them. Exercise is good for the body. <laughs> so maybe the only time they have to run is Sunday morning. Let them run well. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if you, have, if you want the service in Yoruba, we have the screen under the canopy. We are fighting to improve because we are preparing for our new site. In our new site, we have a whole hall for interpretation. So we have to prepare for it. Very soon, I will be showing you the design of our church auditorium. Amen. One of the things you will see is that it's a church that will not have roof. <laughs> By the grace of God, God is going to give us the best cathedral in this land. In the design you are going to be seeing, you will see that instead of putting the normal roofing sheet, it's going to be decked. The roof is going to be decked then. There will be high wall around the roof. Because we are going to be having a playground on the roof. So, we are going to be having more than a church. Especially because of our children. I love children. So, in our design, we have to factor in how to create a church that children will love to go every Sunday. So, in the, on the roof, you see that we are going to be having a playground well, um, with artificial carpet where our children will have bouncing castle, the table tennis, whatever they want on the roof. So, when the service finishes, our children can go up. And those of you who are children at art, after service, they can go up. And we are believing God there will also be gym there too for those who want to do exercise after the service. Because the cafeteria session, they are going to be selling a lot of nice things at the cafeteria. So when you come to church, when you do, do praise and worship, you can go and refill at the cafeteria, then go upstairs and go and exercise in any of the things. So we'll be showing it to you. It's going to be a fantastic place. How many of you are looking forward to it? All right, it's going to be a great time. Uh, and it's going to be a good auditorium, and uh, we are believing God that it's going to happen sooner than we expected in Jesus' name. Now, this morning, uh, before I go in and teach on the subject of prayer, I want to quickly touch on the subject of the cross. The cross, a revelation of God's love. I will touch on it slightly. Then go to the subject of prayer because some of you were not in first service. So move with me to 1 John chapter 4 verse 7 to 10. 
Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God. And knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. Verse 9. In this was manifested the love of God. Towards us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world. That we might live through him. Hearing is love. Not that we loved God. But that he loved us. And sent his son to be propitiation for our sins. And sent his son to be propitiation for our sins. Hallelujah. John 15 verse 13. John chapter 15 verse 13. Greater love hath no man than this. That a man lay down his life for his friend. Glory be to God. The greatest shock of the devil was when he heard these words. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. That was the greatest shock that the devil ever heard. The second time he heard such a shock was 4,000 years later when he heard these words for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, people of God, oftentimes people will, I want to explain something to you this morning. That Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. From verse 1 to 2. In the beginning, God created what? The heaven and what? Verse 2. And the earth was without what? Form and void. Then the next thing you heard, and darkness was over the face of the deep. Between Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2, 1 and 2, millions of years have passed. 
Now you realize that we only heard of the account when God said, let us make man in our image. The next thing you heard, read in verse chapter 3 was that the serpent came into the garden. So where did it come from? When the Bible said the earth was without form and void, a lot of things had happened that brought the earth to that state. If you go to Genesis chapter 28, sorry, Genesis 1, 28, chapter 1, verse 28, you will see God use a particular word there. The Bible says, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. And what did he say there? What is the word there? What is the word he said? Replenish. Replenish the earth. Replenish the earth. There are two key definitions. So we have two different schools of thoughts. The word replenish means fill. But it also means to make complete again. If you check your dictionary, maybe American Heritage Dictionary or Webster Dictionary of 1828, you will see what I'm saying there. It means to make complete again. It also means to recover former fullness. So some will say, oh, but it, Genesis chapter 1 is when the earth started. If you ever think like that, you have misrode. I will prove it to you from the Bible and I will prove it to you scientifically. In the coming Sundays, this is where we are going to be teaching on because we want to, I want to prove to you that the cross is a revelation of different things. And one of them is the love of God. Now let me quickly show you something to throw more light into this thing I've just said. That Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2 was a story of recreation. Because something had happened in the earth. The devil had rebelled against God. Follow me to Isaiah chapter 14 from verse 12. Isaiah chapter 14 from verse 12. How are that falling from heaven? How are thou falling from heaven? Oh Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground? Which did weaken the nation? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. 
I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. I will ascend above the height of the cloud. I will be like the most high. So he was telling you the story of how Satan fell. How he was cast into the ground, into the earth. So, you, so that was why when God created man, he was troubled. Because beyond everything the devil had, God did much more for you and I. Man is a revelation of God's love. He said, I will create him in my image. After my likeness. Likeness can be resemblance. And likeness also means the person I would like. Say to yourself, God likes me. God loves me. Oh, good afternoon. I've been looking for you. Welcome from Jamaica. See me after service, please. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 14. I'm proving to you the subject of Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. That replenish means fill again. Make full again. So the initial earth was destroyed without form and void. Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 14. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. And I have said this so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. So you see that the iniquity that was found in the devil was what he then brought into the garden to transfer unto man. It was called Lucifer. Satan means an adversary or an enemy. It was not always the devil. It was called the bright and the morning star. But he became jealous of God. Now let me say this to you. This. You will have a problem if you try to understand everything about God. In fact, you will end up not having anything about it, knowing anything about it. Because even the universe, this last year alone, they discovered about 20 new animals. This last year alone. After how many years? Do you know that they just discovered a new type of whales? Whales are over 20 feet, very big animal. They just discovered a new type of whales last year in the Gulf of Mexico. With a big fish like that, they are still discovering it. 
They just discovered, in, uh, go and research what I'm saying. Just animal discovery of 2020. They discovered a new camelon, camelon, that can sit on the thumb of a man. Camelon. The smallest camelon that can rest on your thumb. And it, it still changes color. And it's exactly like they say normal lizard, a camelon. But it's so small, it can sit on your finger, on your thumb. After how many years? And the scientists say that we have only discovered maybe like 5% of all that is in the world. Now, even if those of people who live on the earth are still discovering more, they are much more the creator himself. But I want you to be rest assured that the thing that God has revealed is for our benefits. Now that you know that, what is now the significance of the cross and the love of God? How did God demonstrate his love towards us on the cross? Number one, by becoming an object of shame. He took on your shame and my shame. Psalm 22, verse 17 to 18. He said, I may tell all my bones. They looked and stared upon me. They part my garment upon them and cast lot upon my vestures. Do you know that Jesus was actually killed naked? He's saying it here. I tell them all my bones were out just because of you and me. He took your shame and my shame. He was demonstrating his love for you and I. The second way he demonstrated his love for you and I on the cross was he became an object of weakness. He told Pontius Pilate, he said, I can command legions of angels to come down now and destroy everybody. But I'm not going to do that. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 3 to 4 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 3 to 4. It says, Since ye seek a proof of Christ speaking in me, which to you word is not weak, but is mighty in you. For though he was crucified through weakness, crucified through weakness. So the cross represents a revelation of God's love for us because he made himself so weak. If you're a child of God, you will always need to come to the point in, 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 in the moment in your life where you become so weak and all your strength is from God. In this month of May, I want to encourage you. Embrace the cross. The object of God's weakness. So that you can find real strength for, for success. All this lying here, 419 there, doing this here will not take you anywhere. If you will acknowledge that you are weak, then a strength will be made manifest in you. I see that strength becoming manifest in your life this month. 
Number three, he revealed his love for us on the cross through his death. Through his death. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 3 then says, For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your mind. Now, when I'm telling you to embrace the cross, let me tell you the two aspects of the cross. The gospel did not end at the cross. The gospel actually began at the cross. You get to the cross where you fulfill Galatians 2.20. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I, but Christ that liveth in me. There are two aspects to your Christian walk. The first aspect is me in Christ. And the second aspect is Christ in me. Did you just get that? There are two aspects to your Christian walk. The first aspect of your Christian walk is me in Christ. You see, me in Christ takes you to the cross. That is the point of your salvation. Christ in me takes you beyond the cross. That is your resurrected life. So much that when people look at you now, they cannot see you anymore. It's Christ they are seeing in you. That is why the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, said there is therefore now no condemnation. There is no, now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Those who are in Christ Jesus. So, for, for the law of life in, verse 2, for the law of life in the spirit, of life in Christ. Life in Christ. Life in Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So when you get to the point of the cross, is the point that you die. You die to worldliness. You die to everything that used to make you, you. You die to the thing that gives you pleasure. When Christ is that point is when you die to, is the point you die to what used to make sense to you. The things you used to celebrate, you no longer celebrate them. 
Because Christ, you are now in Christ. As you begin to lay all those things down, as you begin to lay all those things down, this is what it means to now sacrifice for Jesus. The music you used to enjoy. You say to yourself, no, I, I will no longer fellowship with this music. Do you know why I keep hammering on songs? Because that was the responsibility of Lucifer. One of Satan's greatest seducing power is music. That is why you, even when you are in Christ, you still find it very hard to let go of worldly songs. You can let go of lying. You can let go of other things. But to let go of worldly song is a fight you have to fight. Because when you die to those songs, you die to those worldly songs, you are actually dying to Satan himself. Because he was the worship leader in heaven. And he's still the worship leader in this world. And he will do anything to let a Christian stay with him in worship. Didn't he tell the Jesus himself to worship him? Luke chapter 4, it said to Jesus, okay, I'm not saying you are not the son of God. I'm not saying that you are not a child of God, but all I want you to do is just worship me. Worship me. Listen to me. You worship the devil through worldly songs. It's a temptation Jesus has to say, only God must be worshipped. Storming my face with his finger. Killing my life with his words. Killing you gently with his words. What is that? No, now tell me, who are you fellowshipping with at that moment? No, look at it. I know a lot of us are very guilty of this. But that is why you are in the church. God is not condemning you, but you are going to, you are, God is delivering you. I'm only trying to let you know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Most of you do not know how the devil operates. He just needs a medium to influence your mind. If you go back to Genesis chapter 3, you realize that the devil never told Adam and Eve what to do. He only influenced their mind to make that decision. He only brought the thing to them and suggested to them. He didn't force them. If you want to become a strong Christian, you have to close every door that the devil uses to suggest things to you. And one of them is what this song Because in the midst of those lyrics, you will hear how the devil suggests things to your mind. For instance, when somebody is singing, Storm in my face with his finger, killing my life with his words, what is he suggesting to you? Is it not suggesting that you should go and look for a man or a woman that you will stop your face? With his finger. Is that not what he's saying? 
If music are not powerful, how come they don't play gospel music in the club? No. You Christians and Christians say that it's not wrong to watch, to listen to ungodly music. No, if it is not wrong, how come they don't play it in the brother? The club owner knows if I bring that godly song here, the people will not patronize me anymore. There will be another spirit in that club. You try, you know, try it. Just, just tell the club owner, play, don't play any other song but gospel song for one month. After one month, check if that club will remain. That club will close down. Because the spirit of God and devils don't fellowship together. They don't fellowship together. So I'm sharing with you that in this month, you have to decide who you will fellowship with. Everything I preach to you becomes useless by the virtue of who you fellowship with and what you fellowship with. Your amen becomes useless because after the service, just as it did to Jesus, it will do to you. Say, worship me now. And you two, you will be so gullible, you just put the song there. And you, are, you think you are just dancing. And it's like, yes, it is worship time, baby. Worship time, baby. And you are just there. And the spirit of the Lord will look and say, you cannot serve God and mammon. Christ in you. Christ in you. It is time you note that Christ in you wants to be you in Christ. You go to the point that now you are in Christ. This month I see God delivering you from all those ungodly addictions in the name of Jesus. And do you know what another thing that they never knows how to do? There is something that's called the hardness of hearts. Jesus rebuked them for the hardness of their hearts. Hardness of heart is that you will hear it, but you will still do it. Today, every hardness of heart is broken to pieces in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I pray for your people, Lord. Everyone today, this first one, under every demonic addiction, especially the addiction of ungodly songs, which we, the devil is influencing their mind and making them to worship him. Now that they have known the truth, they are set free in the name of Jesus. Satan, I rebuke you. Take your hands of their lives. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Now shout, I am delivered. Shout it out, I am delivered. Put your hands together for Jesus. Now, victory secret in prayer. Another 15 minutes. Victory secret in prayer. Now, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray God your whole spirit, look at it, soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
I bring God your all. The totality of your spirit, of your soul, and of your body. Be preserved, blameless. You are a tripartite being. You have a spirit. You have a soul. Man is a spirit. You are a spirit. You have a soul. And you live in a body. You know, in my class yesterday, I explained something to the people I am teaching on Saturday evening now. Look at these two words. Somebody says, I have a spirit. And the other person says, I have a body. That two statements meant two different things together. I have a spirit and I have a body. They are two different schools of thoughts. The one who says, I have a spirit. What he's simply saying is this. That me, I am a body. And my body controls my spirit. Because you are the master of what you have. You are the master of what you own. So when I say, I have a spirit. What you are technically saying is that. You, you are a body. And your body controls and rules your spirit. It's a very wrong way to think. Unfortunately, that is how a lot of us have been operating. We are operating with the mindset that I have a spirit. You have a spirit, but that is not who you are. The right way to think is to say, I have a body. When you say, I have a body, you are saying that the real you is the spirit. Are you, and your spirit rules and controls and owns a body. Is somebody with me? Is somebody with me? So, most of the time, this, how you think is from these two perspectives. Everything you do in life is from these two perspectives. There are some people, their life philosophy is that they have a spirit. And there are some people, their life philosophy is that they have a body. It tells you how you have been living your life. Now, the one who believes he has a spirit, we do everything from the angle of the flesh. Including prayer. But the Bible says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. The real battle of your life is not with a physical person. It's with the spirit. In the book of Luke chapter 16. We see the different characteristics of your spirit man. Luke chapter 16. From verse 19. 
The Bible said there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. Verse 20 then says, And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores. Verse 22, And it came to pass that the beggar died. Now, which part of him died now? Are you with me? Which part of him died? The spirit, the soul, the body? Are you sure it's the body? No, are you sure it's the body? Good. Then the next one says, And angels carried and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Which part of him was carried now? Hmm. He died. Get it right. This man died. After he died, then the Bible says he was carried. Which part of him is now carried? Spirit, soul, body. You are going to get an iPhone RS if you get it right. Pink color, pink iPhone RS. So get it right now. Spirit, soul, body. Which one was carried? My pink iPhone RS is going. Get it. Last chance. Which part of it was carried? Spirit, soul, body. May God have mercy on a lot of people. Everybody woke up when they heard iPhone RS. Wow. My goodness, God. Everybody loves an iPhone. I will tell Apple. They will manufacture one for you. The only thing that I will have given you now, all of you now, I promise I will have given you now, but because they've not manufactured RS, they are still in iPhone R or iPhone whatever. So anything you see iPhone RS, pink color, come and meet me, you deserve one. Put your hand together for Jesus. Now let's go to the thing, the part of it that was carried is the spirit. There is one thing that the body and the spirit have in common. Soul. The body has a soul. The spirit has a soul. That's the only meeting ground. The bridge between the body and the spirit, the thing that they have, where they, both of them meet, is the soul. The soul is where you have your emotion. The soul is where you have your reasoning. The soul is where you exercise your will. The soul is where you have the point of intelligence. So when the man said he was carried, it must be his spirit. Now look at what happened downward. We are looking at the characteristics of a spirit. Now move to verse 23. And in hell, he lift up his eyes. Now remember that the body of this man is dead. But the spirit now, Lifted his eyes. So that means the spirit has eyes. Right? So the spirit is real. And he lifted up his eyes. That means that the eye is on the earth. So the spirit is very real like you. You are a spirit. 
It's not like you. That is who you are. Then he went on to say, being in torments. Do you see pain? Being in pain. So pain is not only the body that feels pain. The spirit also feels pain. Now I am explaining this to you with respect to prayer. And I will tell you why. Most of what you see happening in the physical is a product of what is happening in the spirits. This man began to feel pain in the spirits. If he was alive, the soul will have transferred that pain to the flesh. This is why you see that the kingdom of darkness, they operate in the spirit world. Take care of your spirit. Be spiritually minded. That is why the Bible says to be carnally minded is death. Anyone who only thinks that is a, everything is in this world, the Bible says that he will live a useless life, he will die. The spirit was going through pain, was in torment. My brother, this pain you are having, can be also traced to your spirit. I'm not saying every pain is from the spirit, but spirit, your spirit man can be attacked and you'll feel it in the realm of your flesh. Because the Bible said the spirit of this man was going through torment. He was going through pain. This is why somebody can sit down in your village and attack you or attack somebody anywhere in the world. Because in the realm of the spirit, there is no distance. There is no, this, everything is plain. That is why sometimes you are having a plan and the devil knows the plan you are having. Even when you have not told anybody. Because they can see to your soul. Because your spirit has a soul. Look at the next thing that this man had, verse 24. And he cried. A man that was dead on this earth is still crying. He's crying. Wake up. Enemy can make any man cry from the spirit world. Problem can be transferred from your spirit. An attack in the spirit can resolve into sickness or any defeat in the flesh. I will give you two examples. I will share it with you. A woman said she went to a shop and she saw flies. She chased the flies and from that day, customers stopped coming. She said that was the last, she told me herself, she said that was the last day. We went for outreach somewhere and she told me that I should come and pray in that shop. She said that was the last day. Customers said the day she came and saw flies in her shop, she drove them. We said that was the last day customers stepped into that shop. How, that, how was that achieved? Each of those flies were turned spiritually to human beings. Customers. They, they use it to represent customers. And in this, as she drove them away, she drove a customer away physically. And just at pleasure there. And no customer ever stepped into that place again. And you, you are telling me that, eh, all these devils, they are not real. No, no, no. If you are saying devil is not real, you are only saying that you, you don't have a spirit. 
this month of May, wake up and begin to engage in what was spiritual warfare. The battle is not flesh and blood. That woman in your village, the, all you need to do is attack her in the streets and she becomes useless in the flesh. Take the battle to the spirit. Stop focusing so much on the flesh. Your business can be better. I went somewhere to go and want to rent a place, a house one time. And the woman told me, me, I care for my tenants. He said, one of my tenants traveled. And I saw in a vision. She was telling me, the landlady was telling me herself. I saw in a vision that if he comes back from Ibadan, he was going to have an accident. And because I did not want him to have an accident, I quickly went to meet my people. She was telling me herself. And we helped him park his car on the mountain. She told me herself. Said no mechanic can repair that car. Unless the car comes from the mountain. Said the car, we parked the car because I love him. We parked the car on the mountain for him. You say there is no car in the, in the realm of the spirit. You are lying. Elijah was carried by a chariot, a, the car of his days. Is that not what the Bible says? Elijah was carried, they used chariot. That chariot was the only means for car. Elijah was carried by chariot of fire. The Bible said that Jesus was riding on a white horse. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 12, it says, Babylon is falling. I think Revelation chapter 12, there it says, and is consumed by, it says, because of, of unclean, and has been taken over by unclean birds. I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm trying to tell you, wake up, brother. Your prayer life needs to go deeper. Your prayer life needs to go deeper. Now, how do you need to, how can you make your prayer life go deeper? Let me show you how demons work. Go with me to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Verse 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walked through dry places. Seeking rests. Seeking rests. If you want to have victory in the place of prayer, you must learn to pray all the time. The Bible says that this spirit that was cast out of this man began to move from everywhere. He was looking for a place of rest. It means the life of the person he was cast out from was a place that he was resting. The word rest in the Greek is anapausis, A-N-A-P-A-U-S-I, and it means recreation. It means relaxation. So in other words, the devil was relaxed in the life of this man. The devil was playing ball, was very happy in the life of this man. Why was this so? Because this Bible says in Luke chapter 18 verse 1, pray without ceasing. When you don't pray regularly, your life becomes a relaxation spot for the devil. 
Your home can become a relaxation spot for the devil. Your business can become a place of recreation, a place of relaxation for the devil. Why? You are not praying regularly. Now, how do you pray regularly? There are two ways to pray. You pray using your physical senses. And you pray using your spiritual senses. It is not only when you open your mouth that you should pray. You should learn to pray even when your mouth is closed. You are at your workplace, you are attending to customers. A woman here told me the other time they, that any day one mama comes to spend money at her working place, at her business, that day she's not going to sell. She told me. Man, I think you are the one that said it then. The, woman, the old woman will just come. She, and she will just spend money. Once the woman spends that money that day, said, nothing will happen again. No, nothing. Every strange woman that wants to subject your own life to harassment, or those who are dealing with you already now, I see you are being delivered from your power in the name of Jesus. The secret is to remain on fire. That is why in Luke chapter 18 verse 1, the Bible says, men always ought to pray and not to stop praying. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. So you wake up in the morning and you say you finish after your prayer. As you step out of your house, you continue to pray. Now, so you can achieve this in two ways. Number one, you can pray in your understanding. Praying in the spirit is meant to pray with your inward man. To pray in your, with your inward man. And this is what keeps demons at bay. This is how to defeat devils. Most of you will have had periods in your life you have fasted and prayed about a particular challenge in your life. But it will be as though that challenge did not go or it went for a season and came back. The reason is what you read in Matthew 12, 43. You stop praying when you share the grace. But there are some demons just like that demon that even when you finish praying the only way they can stop is that when they come back, they still find you praying. Whatever you cast out by prayer can only stay away by prayer. Anytime say, I bind you devils out. If it is your prayer that cast out that devil, it is your prayer that can make that devil stay away forever. The day you are not praying again, that devil will come back. And this is why a lot of us think that prayer is not being answered anymore. Because it's like, life, it keeps going like this. You victory today. No, you stop praying. You stop praying. You stop praying. You stop praying. Look at what the Bible says. Isaiah. Chapter 62, verse 6. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem which shall never hold their peace day nor night. I have raised up those who will not hold their peace day or night. 
I see you not holding your peace day or night. I say, I see you not holding your peace day or night. Something is changing this month of May. You are not going to hold your peace anymore. Your level is changing. I want those who will be angry in their spirit and say, Lord, there has to be more to it. This is not how I want it. You see, you can have whatever you desire, but the price is prayer. He said, I have set watchman upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day or night. Then it says, Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. Why are you sharing grace? Why are you silence? Why are you silence? Then it says, And give him no rest. Don't give God rest. Don't give that devil rest. There is nothing that God cannot move. But you have to pay the price of praying always. And this prayer I'm talking about, switch over to praying in the spirit. Now let me round up by telling you this. Any man or woman who does not know how to pray, we have ease of our destiny wasted. Any man or woman who does not know how to pray, they are, I will be teaching more on it. I will be teaching more on it. The revelation of prayer through the cross. I will be teaching more on it. But any man or woman who does not know how to pray, we have his or our destiny wasted. Go back to Genesis chapter 1. It was all good. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Genesis chapter 2. And God placed the man in the garden of Eden. And God supplied all his needs. Genesis chapter 3. The devil came to that garden. Look at it. The devil stepped in. Do you know the mistake of Adam? Both Adam and Eve, when the devil stepped in, never called upon God once. They thought they can handle it. They thought it is just headache. They thought it's just a uh, buari. They thought it's just economy. Listen to me. There is no government that can solve the problem of anybody. Everybody. No government in the world can solve everybody's problem. Only a set are always affected by the government policy. What favors this one will not favor this one. This Buhari government that most of you are shouting is the best season for some people in Nigeria. What are we talking about? So stop joining them. Adam and Eve, when the devil stepped in, was dealing never, number one, call upon God. Two mistakes they made. They did not call upon God. And you think that because you are a Christian, Satan should have respect for you. If he did not have respect for Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, even when God was there, uh, he wouldn't have respect for you. People thought that God went away. God was around watching. Because he said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open, I will come in. God does not step in until you invite him. Number one. Number two, Adam and Eve never exercised their authority over the devil. If they are said, get thee behind us, Satan. Out of here. The devil will have left. Because the Bible says, resist the devil. And he shall what? Flee. So number one, one of the things I want you to learn that it is not God's business to fight the devil for you. God will never fight the devil for you. It's, oh, what are you mean? Yeah, God, please come and help me. Oh, God, please come and help me. Oh, no, they are coming again. Oh. oh, God, have mercy on me. Oh, God, uh, no, 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 no. It's the wrong way to pray. When it comes, you can pray for 
blessings like that. But things that has to do with mercy and spiritual warfare, you exercise it. What is the difference between praying for blessing and mercy? I told you last week. Blessings are things that are of eternal value. Blessings, so most of all, car is not a blessing. House is not a blessing. Shoe is not a blessing. Because it does not have eternal value. Blessings are things that have eternal value. Mercy are things that apply to both believers and non-believers. So car is a product of God's mercy for you. Because not only Christians buy cars. People don't believe I buy cars. So stop calling car a blessing. It's a mercy. You have received this mercy. Thank God. It's a mercy. But if you want to enjoy the blessings of God, your joy is a blessing. That is why the devil wants you to be sorrowful. Are you with me? Beloved, there is time to begin to pray. You know, my time is up. I think that I, 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 I want us to be able to at least spend five minutes to pray. Stand to your feet. I, I know I'm not concluding well, but what is the essence of preaching about prayer and you are not praying at all? First and foremost, I want to lift your voice and say, Father, I thank you for the revelation of your word. This month of May, something is going to change. Thank you for your word. Lift your voice and just thank God for the revelation of his word very quickly. Thank, say, Father, I thank you for the revelation of your word in my life. Thank you for the revelation of your word. 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 For the revelation of your word. Thank you for the revelation of prayer. Thank you, Lord. For the revelation of prayer, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. For the revelation of your word, we thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, be the holy name. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Listen to me. I know the devil is trying to stop you from praying in tongues. But 1 Corinthians 14, verse 14 says, I want to be like a baby now and hear what the word of the Lord says. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. The gift of speaking in tongues is God's gift for you to pray in the spirit. I told them in the first service, said most evils are not concluded without the power of incantation. You see them when they begin to recite those incantations like this. Especially if you watch some of these Igbo and Yoruba movies. They say those things. Say those things. How come they don't want to say everything in the language they can understand? Because they know that no man connects with the spirit world with his full understanding. God's own, permit me in quote, incantation for these children is praying in tongues. If the devil ever stop you from praying in tongues, he will finish your life. Because you will never be able to pray with your spirit. You will only pray with your understanding, with your physical senses. 
ne va prei despre One night I was at home. I didn't know that I was going to something was going to happen. But before it happened, I was just there. The Lord woke me up. I don't know what to pray about. And I was walking around in my house. I was just praying. The spirit has a will. So you don't have to feel anything before you pray in tongues. Because spirit has a will. It has a soul. So it has a will. Because that is it. So you don't have to feel it. If I, I exercise the will of my spirit by just praying in tongues at any time. Spirit has a will. Demon has a will. So I began to pray. Kaliaba, Jendaria, Tabaya, Tulagaya, Jindereta, Lake. I don't know what I was praying about. But I know that my spirit was praying. And whatever demon was walking around that time, that demon was being dealt with. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. Then I went to sleep. Then at around 12, I just heard a cry. No, it was not even a cry. My wife does, after I finished praying, around 2 a.m., the Lord just tapped my wife to go and check our child. It was very unusual because they had their own room. And she went. By the time she touched the boy, the temperature was like hot water. It was reaching the point where it was going to start convulsing. And it was still there sleeping. But it was burning high temperature. Oh, that night we had to go. I don't know whether we went to the hospital, but we had to put a first aid that night. Do you know that if you had started convulsing, we would not have known. We would have just been sleeping. Sleeping. In my wildest imagination, if you gave me 10 prayer points, I would not have added that boy to that prayer point. No way! Because my understanding is limited. There are things you are losing right now because you are not praying in the spirit. You can only pray about what you understand. So today, how many of you have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Lift your hand. You don't pray in tongues, lift your hand. And you want to be praying in tongues, lift your hand. Lift your hand. Father, I pray for this once. Oh, you, want to, you don't want to lift it hand? If you don't want it, it won't give you. It doesn't force it on anybody. Father, I pray right now. Your word says, everyone that asketh receiveth. In the book of Luke chapter 8. The gift of the Holy Spirit is for our empowerment. Right now, I pray for everyone under the unction of voice who desire the baptism of the Holy Spirit. With the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. Right now in the name of Jesus. Lord release it upon them now in Jesus name. Amen. Let the baptism of the Holy Spirit now come upon you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now say with me father. Father. 
I love the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I love the baptism of Holy Spirit. I long for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I long for the baptism of Holy Spirit. And I ask you to baptize me with the Holy Ghost. And I ask you to baptize me with the Holy Ghost. With the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. With the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. I welcome you upon my life. I welcome you upon my life. I welcome your baptism of fire. I welcome your baptism of fire. Take over my life. Take over my life. And help me. In my prayer life, and help me in my prayer life. I thank you. I thank you because it is done. Because it is done. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. From today, from today, you will help me in my prayer life. Help me in my prayer. I life. welcome your help in my prayer life. I welcome your help in, my in prayer Jesus life. name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Tonight, every one of you, when you go for your fellowship, every fellowship leader is going to also help you take it to the next level. If you desire it. You will have it. Very simple. But right now, I believe there are those who have, you will receive it already. Now, I want you to lift your voice and say with me, Father, Father in, the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I take authority, I take authority over every demonic activities, over every demonic activities, around every area as touching my life. Around every area you found Devil. You fall dead. I bind you now in Jesus' name. I bind you now in Jesus' name. Take your hands off my life. Take your hands off my and life. And all that concerns me. And all now lift your voice and exercise your authority. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every false spirit. Whatever you life. bind on earth shall oh, be bound in heaven. Whatever they bind in this head shall be bound in heaven. I take authority. Bind those devils over now. Every demonic harassment oh, over every demonic harassment over my life lika poshadare kamana bosha lika rabaya boshantare kabaya ba lika parabara bosha limatare kapaya baya baya ba oh i bind you by the blood of jesus i bind you by the blood of jesus i bind you by the blood of jesus i bind every demonic activity around my life around my ministry Oh, Around man, every element of my life, I rebuke you, foul spirit. You smelling infirmity spirit. I rebuke you now. Take your hands off. Take your hands off my ministry, my calling, my life. Every element of my life. In the name of Jesus. in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Now say, Father, Father in, the in the name of Jesus, release a fresh fire, a fresh fire in my prayer life. My prayer this month of May, set my prayer life on fire. And I touch my prayer life with your grace. Empower me to pray without ceasing from today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray. 
Lord, I ask of you, Lord, energize my prayer life, energize my prayer life, set my prayer life on fire. In this month of May, I ask of you, Lord, that you set my prayer life on fire, set my prayer life on fire, Lord. Something has to change. Something has to change. Oh, Lord, I ask of you, Lord, set my prayer life on fire, set my prayer life on fire. Let's gotta be more than this. I'm tired of the status quo. Let's gotta be more than this. I'm tired of the status quo. Let's gotta be more than this. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more than this. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more than these. Tired of the status quo. There's gotta be more than these. Tired of the status quo. There's gotta be more than these. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. In Jesus' name we pray. How many of you are hungry for the next level? How many of you believe that you can take delivery of what God has for you this month? Now you are going to engage your ministering angels. The Bible says, are there no ministering angels that have been sent to minister to you? You are going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release my ministering angels to go forth into the month of May and bring to me all that God has for me this month. Everywhere my blessings are hanging, everywhere my next level resorts are located, Go forth, ministry angels. Go forth, ministry angels. Go forth, ministry angels. And bring them to me now. Bring them to me this month. I call them forth now. Now, those of you who are special projects that have been hanging special projects in every area yes. you are going to call the help of God into that project this yes. month building project marital project yes. academic project yes. every project before you this month yes. you are going to release angels yes. to bring forth the resources of yes. heaven yes. to bring forth the help of God yes. into that area of your life lift your voice and call for ministry yes. angels right now call them forth this month something has to change help will arise for you. Oh, over every years of my life, over what I did say in this month, I comfort ministry in the heart. I comfort ministry angel. Everywhere my blessing are hanging. Everywhere my blessing are hanging. Oh, I send forth ministry angel. Oh, take over Lord. And pick them for me this month. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere my next level hanging. Oh, I comfort ministry angel. Send forth Lord. I send forth ministry angel. Bring them to me. Hey, I'm tired of the status quo. 
Fight for that next level. Fight for that next level. Fight for that result. Fight for that result. In this month of May, he can take it. Kabaya darabaya dashanda ya malaba ya baba. Ekeanda ya malaba ya delekaya malaba. Who are down mountain before Zerubbabel? Who are down on great mountain? For thou shall be made low. Oh yes, 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 yes. Cry unto God. Enough of this same level. Something has to give way this month. Something has to change this month. Every mountain has to give way this month. If only you can pray. Tired of the status quo. Got to be more than this. Tired of the status quo. There's got to be more than this. There's got to be more, 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 more than this. There's gotta be more, 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 more than these. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more than these. There's gotta be. There's us to be. There's gotta be more than these. Don't take no for an answer. Don't take no for an answer. Give him no rest. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Lift up your hand. Father, they that call upon your name said they should give you no rest. Set watchmen upon our walls, O Jerusalem. This is the word of the day unto us. I pray for your people, Lord. That which has been impossible from January or from time immemorial to today, this month will become a testimony for you. Amen. This month will become a testimony unto you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That which has made you cry in time past, will now bring joy to you this month. Amen. I said it will bring joy to you this month. Amen. That which has become a source of shame unto you or your household, 
Now, this month I decree will be a source of celebration unto you. Amen. It will become a source of celebration unto you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. I pray for you this month of May. May the help of Jehovah God arise for you. Amen. The help of God that terminates struggle. May that help arise for you this month. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every mountain before you. Everything that represents mountain before you. By the word of the Lord. I said they are giving way now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now receive grace. To pray like never before. I receive it. Receive the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. To pray without ceasing. I receive it. So shall it be for you. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name I have prayed. Shout the louder. Amen. Amen. Shout the victorious. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated and remain praying. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop by our website at www.lgc.ng. May God bless you.